Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, welcome to this week's session. Uh, I think I might have cracked the wind issue. So this will be interesting to see how it plays out today because it is a bit windy. It's Monday at about five-ish and I'm recording this. Um, like I say, I think I've cracked the wind issue, but we will see. Technology, hey, eh? It's amazing what can be done, what, uh, what solutions you can find with safety pins and just tucking the, your iPhone microphone and uh, into your shirt to keep the wind away. All right, all right. just make sure we're doubly... Double checking we're recording before I start moving. Yeah, we're good. Uh, pop that in there. Cyclist going by, car going by. Tuck that away. Sorry for the boring preamble, but we will be getting going shortly. So today's session it's a little bit of a mixed bag, so we're going to jog for 10 or 15 minutes or so now as I head over to the Olympic Stadium, which we're going to use again. We'll get a bit of a West Ham commentary. Uh, so we're going to jog over there, and then we're going to do some mixed pace stuff. We're going to do four minutes of what I call marathon pace. And I'll talk about what that's going to be in a little while. Then we're going to do three minutes at 10k pace. Then we're going to do two minutes at 5k pace. And then we're going to do one minute flat out. And we're going to do that. That's a set. Four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minute at a variety of paces. And then we are going to do that set again. And that's your lot. So you've got two sets. Four, three, two, one. Getting slightly quicker. And you're going to get 60 seconds rest between every rep. Okay. And the purpose of the session is to, to learn how to pick up the pace throughout a session give ourselves a little bit of workout but without destroying ourselves which is what we're looking to do with all of our training at the moment is give ourselves a little bit of a turnover keep things moving but without burying ourselves at any stage Okay, so I guess this is the third week now of people working from home. Maybe 
maybe things have become more normal now. Getting used to the old Zoom calls, understanding how the tech works, understanding human behaviour, learning to sit on our hands so we don't keep touching our face in front of the screen, learning not to take your phone to the toilet, remembering that everyone can see what you're doing, that sort of stuff. Or not learning to be naked, as I saw one clip online the other day, which was quite amusing. I also thought over the weekend there's a couple of things that I sensed were happening, mostly through social media, but also in the conversations I was having with lots of people who I'm coaching, which is uh, a little bit of unease actually with being stuck at home over the weekend is during the week I think it was fairly straightforward or more straightforward there's a bit of routine a bit of shape and a bit of structure to what we're looking to do uh, and obviously opportunities to talk to people and act a vaguely normal life. Uh, obviously somewhat different from the previous versions of normality. But at the weekend I just sense that people kind of cabin fever starting to set in, not really being able to go and do the things you might normally do at weekends. Thinking it'd be nice to have a break from work. but equally quite tough to be isolated. And whether that's with kids or not without kids, and obviously the kids were at home last week and it was tough for people trying to get their heads around homeschooling and entertaining the children. So that was tough. But yeah, cabin fever felt like it was setting in at the weekend. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out week to week. Also, the weather got cold, didn't it, at the weekend, so it was much harder. Just couldn't just sit out in the gardens or spend ages in the park. So that probably didn't help. And then as a consequence, I think we saw a are probably quite welcome retrenchment, is that a word? Retrenchment? Uh, a welcome retrenchment back to social media being about silly games and pointless tasks and memes, I suppose. Posting pictures of sunny places or your best football picture or your best running picture or whatever it was. That's what I remember social media being about before Brexit. So that's interesting as well. And I'll be really interested to see how that plays out again in the coming weeks. Because whilst there's that sense of positivity and keeping each other entertained that is definitely there, 
there is still also quite a lot of I don't want to use the word trolling because I don't really understand it but uh, quite a lot of negative behaviour I suppose and at this time I always think why are people criticising one another online so openly when everybody is clearly struggling one way or another and is it entirely necessary helpful fair it's just like what's the point shouldn't we all just assume that everyone's trying their best to cope with something no one's ever coped with before And that's not to say you have to become a sycophant and agree and like everything and be relentlessly positive. Clearly there's a big box in the middle of the road. Pick that up and get it out of the way. And stick it over here next to these bins. Um, Yeah, clearly we don't want inauthenticity and the fakeness that we also see from the social media influences of this world. Let's give people a break. The latest thing that I've seen, which I think is quite amusing, is people in the fitness world who think of themselves as qualified professionals, probably people who've always been in the fitness world, or former athletes, or what have you they they're getting a bit upset by people like Joe Wicks and it's envy isn't it but they're envious of the attention that he's getting and they wish that they could be as influential as he could be but again it's just not necessary everyone's trying their best people are trying to keep each other motivated and moving And it just makes people look like sour grapes, misery grumps. You can't cope with other people's success or perceived success. So, you know, if you ask me to go to Joe Wicks, should I go to Joe Wicks to learn how to run a sub three hour marathon no probably not but should I go to Joe Wicks to have a bit of a laugh and a bit of a hit first thing in the morning before work yeah why not what's the problem
I think we've become a lot better at social distancing over the weekend as well. I've been rattling on online about making sure runners stay 10 metres away from people, not 2 metres. And I say that because uh, I see a lot, or I did see a lot, I switched a lot of it off now, but I saw a lot of negative comments about runners and how they approach you huffing and puffing and sweating and panting and sneezing and snotting and all sorts of stuff and how uncomfortable it was making people out for a walk feel and no one wants to feel that do they so irrespective of how much people are being just a bit annoying about runners and they're you know again a bit of envy that they're able to exercise well and that sort of stuff uh, but runners need to be respectful of others because we can move more easily so if we're in a tight spot we can turn around do a u-turn go back to another route or location and it not really affect us too much whereas people walking they want to be they find it much harder to move about we can be nimble and agile and get about more easily so give 10 meters don't be afraid of u-turns turn your back on yourself as and when you need to be a role model I think runners good opportunity to lead the way okay there we go that's my 12 minute warm up we're now at the Olympic Stadium where we're going to do the session just like we did last Tuesday different session this week though so as I say it's 4 minutes at broadly marathon pace I'll come back to that 3 minutes at 10k pace 2 minutes at 5k pace 1 minute all out if you're thinking about this in terms of effort levels which is probably the simpler way to look at it rather than pace think about the marathon pace section being at maybe 80 to 85 percent of effort where you're still able to hold a conversation zero percent effort is obviously when you are lying on the sofa walking is probably 50 60 percent effort so that gives you some kind of benchmark and obviously marathon pace is something you want to be able to sustain for three to four hours depending on your capability uh, some people for obviously that's a lot faster so and some people it's a lot slower I guess uh, so that's marathon pace then move it down to 10k pace which is more like 90% of effort 9 out of 10 5k pace let's try 95% and then all out is as fast as you think you can run for one minute. Okay, you're gonna get 60 seconds rest between everything. And we're gonna do two sets of four, three, two, one, which makes 20 minutes of effort in total, but at a slower pace than we normally do in our interval sessions. Okay, there's quite a few joggers out today. Or runners, as I should probably call them. Right. Uh, warm up I'm in the same place I was last time if anyone who listened to last Tuesday's session I'm heading 
I'm doing about 50 metres worth of stride down to Seth Rice. Some drills and exercises on the way back just to get everything loose and get everything ready. So we're going to do six strides, 50 metres each. And when again, when I talk about strides, we're talking about increasing the pace, uh, building up a little bit of um, uh, leg activation, glute activation, hip activation, calves, everything else, and trying to pick up the pace a little bit as well so that we can uh, get a heart rate up. So from number one to number six, try and increase the pace each time, and then we'll go from there. Okay, number one, down to Seth Rice. Let's open up the legs a little bit. It's downwind today to Seth Rice, which is nice. Okay, let's walk up on our tiptoes, back into the wind for me. And onto your back, onto your heels. Up onto your tiptoes. Down onto your heels. And once more, tiptoes. And onto your heels. Okay, and just walk back to your mark. From there, and off we go again. Okay, this time on the way back, we're going to do some walking lunges. We're trying to do five or six on each leg, some people around with masks on. warm-up exercises when you're on your own they do feel a little bit silly you do feel a little bit self-conscious but the only thing worse than doing it on your own and feeling self-conscious is talking at the same time on your own when there's other people around so if I can do it you can do it as well and actually perhaps this is something that's going to happen as a consequence of social distancing no one seems to give a shit. I'm rabbiting away. Everyone's just walking by happily, wrapped up in their own worlds, or just not giving a shit about mine. All right, okay, I'm done now on my lunges. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy with people not giving a shit about what I'm doing. Right, Seth Rice, number three. Okay, on the way back this time we're going to do some skipping. Playground skipping, get nice and high, knees up into chest. And jog. Really good exercise for hip flexibility. Okay. And number four, down to Seth Rice.
Okay, and more playground skipping on the way back. Is that the same? So I'm going to go for height. Let's get high off the ground, really good push off. Off our calves. Get off your toes. Oh, and jog. Okay, two more. Seems to be further away from Seth Rice. Let's go. Be picking the pace up. Good. Two cyclists cycling 15 metres apart. Maybe they're, a bit, they're close together now. Okay. And we'll go to high knees. Normal high knees. Tips of our toes, balls of our feet. Again, good glute activation. And also good for the calves. Okay, one more. One more down to Seth Rice, West Ham's midfield general. If you're wondering why I'm talking about West Ham, okay, hold it there. Then, uh, if you weren't on the on the program last week, back into high knees, exactly the same. It's because the Olympic Stadium, as it was in those halcyon days of 2012, is now the London Stadium, the home of West Ham United. So we'll do a bit of chat about West Ham a bit later. Okay, take a breather. We're done with the warm-up. Take a breather for a few seconds. And we are into four minutes at marathon pace. Hopefully able to hold a conversation as you go. Hopefully I'll be able to hold a conversation as well. I'm just going to check a couple of things on my phone. I'm going to rub it away while I do. Actually, it turns out I can't rub it and check my phone at the same time. Cyclists with music blaring, always entertaining. Okay, I am ready. Virtual runs, anyone done a virtual run? Run a 5k or a 10k on your own, pay for the privilege, send it to the company that organises it, get a medal sent you in the post put it on social media good work that's good business that fair play right we're going to go in five seconds 
for four minutes of marathon pace. And in three, two, one, go. So hopefully, we'll be able to complete a lap of the stadium in four minutes. The marathon pace should be okay. Gone off a bit quick, I think. Pull this back. Past the players' entrance, right by the uh, Lee Valley navigation system. On my right, Canary Wharf up ahead. Running track. Coming up to the West Ham store. I can see the orbit in front of me. Curtis, the official suit supplier of West Ham United. There you go. So, that's three minutes done. seconds back round to the players entrance more than a lap 
five seconds. And we'll hold it there. Oh, a little bit quicker than my marathon pace if the GPS around the stadium is to be believed, which is questionable. There's no way I could run a marathon at this pace. I'd love to. But I don't need to just yet. No races till the autumn at the earliest. Okay, 60 seconds rest. We're going to go into three minutes at your 10k pace. It's going to be quite a bit quicker, but only for three minutes this time. You've got 20 seconds. Okay, 10. Five, three, two, one, go. Three minutes. A little bit quicker now. Two minutes. You're more out of breath this time. Let's chat. Right, 30 seconds.
Okay, I'll hold it there. It'll work, 60 seconds rest. It's a good loop, the Olympic Stadium loop. It's dead flat, wide. Doesn't really get boring, so there's lots to look at. I know going around in circles of about a kilometre of time is a bit weird, but it's good for training. And when we're out and about, I think it's probably worth at the moment thinking about the least obvious places to run. I ran in uh, the city on Saturday, down mostly empty streets. The only real thing was buses and the old cyclist. But I know people who went out on Sunday, where there were less buses, or barely any buses, it was like a ghost town, a really good place to run. Okay, we're going in five. So we're into two minutes at an even quicker pace than that. So we're going at 5k pace. Three, two, one, go. And this is two minutes, 5k pace. So pick it up a bit now. One Thirty seconds. <laughs> and hold it there. Two minutes up. Whew. 60 seconds rest. Working hard now. Next one is one minute. As hard as you can. Whew. Here we've got 30 seconds. Try and get this breathing sorted. Get heart rate down a little bit. Deep breaths from inside my belly. Out through my mouth. 15 seconds. 
Okay, we're going in five, three, two, one, go. One minute, as hard as you can. Thirty seconds. And hold it there. 60 seconds rest. Whew. So the next one, oh, see how bad my breathing is. It's back to four minutes at marathon pace. 80% effort. It should feel a lot more comfortable. And that's another purpose of this session is to get a handle on running comfortably but comfortably hard so it won't be easy but it should feel easier than that we got it for four minutes oh. and we're halfway through the session ten minutes of effort done okay we're going in five three two one, go. Four minutes, 80% effort, all marathon pace. If I get my breathing right, this might give me the opportunity to talk about West Ham United and why their nickname is not the Hammers and why the symbol on their badge are not hammers. I don't know what they are actually, but they're not hammers. And the reason for that is because West Ham United was originally called, when it was founded, the Thames Ironworks. And it would have had players, or would have been set up for people who worked at the Thames Ironworks. And that is why their nickname is the Irons. Working a bit harder here into the wind. Oh. 
Mal bitte nicht an. One minute to go. <coughs> Thirty seconds. Four minutes done. 60 seconds rest. We've broken the back of the session. Next is three minutes, a 10K pace. song when a forever I'm blowing bubbles whatever it's called forever I'm forever blowing bubbles always slightly strange that song it's about having hopes and dreams that fade and die very uplifting our hopes and dreams are alive we're 14 minutes into a 20 minute session we're going into three minutes at 10k pace in three two one Go, three minutes, 10k pace, so pick up the pace from the last one, just for three minutes. Well, that wind's got up, or I've got tired. One of the two. Past the bell, talked about that last week. Be not afraid. This aisle is full of noises.
one minute to go. Hold on to your pace now. Thirty seconds. Five seconds. And hold it there. Oh. Good. Okay, next up is two minutes. So the bell I spoke about there, if you didn't listen last week, is the bell that sits outside the Olympic Stadium. It was inside the Olympic Stadium during the Olympics. And it's inscribed with be not afraid, this aisle is full of noises. And I was going to look up what that meant, and I haven't done that. So we have to come back here again. Okay, going in 20 seconds. So down to two minutes at 5k pace. We're nearly there guys, this is a good workout. We're going in 10. Five, three, two, one, go. Two minutes at 5k pace. Guys, it's 95% effort. <clears throat> you got one more minute. seconds.
60 seconds rest before one last effort of one minute. Oh, I had to work hard on my breathing there to really think about it. I was into the wind and I had wind behind. As I turn the corner, it's quite tricky. Okay. One last minute of effort going in 30 seconds. Oh. How are those endorphins doing? All those neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine. Okay, we are going in five for one last minute of effort. Three, two, one, go. Put it in guys, last effort. Thirty seconds. Last ten, come on. And hold it there. Oh, good work. Good work, good work out. Oh, 20 minutes. A varying pace effort. Get your breathers in. I'm just wandering over to the side. See if we can see some gold medalists again. Here we go. So I said it last time, on the outside of the Olympic Stadium before the drop down into the canal, it's slightly raised. Well, it's raised by about 30 feet. They've got a metal balustrade. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but it's a metal balustrade in my mind. And it's got engraved in it all of the Olympic medals that were won in 2012. And I appear to have finished my session, or our session, by the triathlon. Men's individual, gold, Alistair Brownlee. Silver, Javier Gomez. Bronze, Jonathan Brownlee. Okay, we're gonna go into some calf stretches. So, we do the same stretches every time in our sessions, and the reason I do that is so I can remember them. But it's also so you can get into a routine as well, and it helps established patterns uh, so you should be able to remember them all so it's calf stretch one foot flat to the floor straight leg straight back leg push your knee away from you to get a stronger stretch and then let's hold that and then we're going to switch legs go on to the right leg holds on the left leg my right calf is a lot tighter than my left stretch it out good Wander along a little bit, see what I can see down here. Here we go into tennis now. 
quiz question. Who won the 2012 men's singles gold medal for tennis? And we're going to hamstring stretch. One uh, left foot in front of the other, front leg straight, bend yourself over the front knee. The winner was, of course, Sir Andrew Murray. And we'll switch legs. Beating Roger Federer, the greatest player of all time. And for the women, it was Serena Williams. Mixed doubles, there we go, here's one, another quiz question. Belarus won the gold medal, I don't know who was playing for Belarus, maybe Azarenka, she won a bronze in the women's singles. Uh, Britain, silver medal. Right, we're going into glutes, ankle over knee, into a squat. And switch legs, ankle over knee, into a squat, squat position. Okay, and we're going to move into quads. We've got to do quads. Well, I was too busy thinking about gold medals and stuff. There, there I was telling you all about routine and structure, and I forgot. Okay, Taekwondo. I guess it's done alphabetically. Taekwondo, tennis, triathlon. I'm going back the other way. Taekwondo, women's 49 to 57 kilograms. Gold medal, Jade Jones, Great Britain. And switch legs. Good, and our last one today is going to be hips. A normal hit one, so it's like a lunge, dropping the rear knee towards the ground, but we're going to push our weight forwards a bit more than we would do on a lunge. Stretch out the hips, and we'll switch legs. So the table tennis uh, section is hidden behind two container units that form a bar at the West Ham Stadium. So the poor guys who won the table tennis medals, all from China, are never going to get remembered. And the skeet and the shooting. Shooting, look at that, more Chinese people winning the shooting. Sailing, rowing, and then we're out the other side of the bar. Right, okay, good work. That is it, everybody. Have a good day, enjoy your weeks. I uh, hope that session's good. Give me lots of feedback on the uh, on the quality of the audio and the content. And I'll talk less about the things you like and more about the things you don't next week. Brilliant. And that is me signing off. I will speak to you all very soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.